Discover personally how the Word of God can affect a change in your life through the ministry of Apostle E.A. Ajay. Apostle E.A. Ajay is the founder and pastor of Devotional Life Church. He is also the founder of the Jesus the Answer campaign and an author of several best-selling books. Devotional Life Church is a vibrant church with people full of first love for the Lord. Now listen to E.A. Ajay. The message of the gospel is the message of repentance. Uh, so as you can see today, that's what I'm preaching about. The message of the gospel or the message of the Bible or the message of Christ or the message of Christianity is the message of what? Repentance. Why? Why is it the message of repentance? Because the Bible says all have what? Sin and falling short. Amen. So with all sin, amen. With all sin, with all sin, amen. And we've fallen short of the glory. Note, glory. The reason why we don't see the glory, we won't see the glory, is because of sin. Amen. So, amen. So, uh, if you want to see glory, then you have to be aware of sin. You have to come out of sin. Amen. And um, so today I'm preaching about repentance. Amen. Because it seems like many of us don't get repentance. Amen. And I'm preaching about repentance in connection to sin. Amen. Mm -hmm. Because um, forgiveness of sin, God forgiving us of our sin is not a problem. It's, it's the easiest of things. Amen. Mm -hmm. For a Christian, for a Christian, you are not even supposed to worry about forgiveness of your sin. The reason why I'm saying you are not supposed to for, uh, worry about forgiveness of sin because God is more than willing to forgive you of your sins. Yeah. You see, but what you need to worry about is two things in regards to sin. Last week I mentioned one. I say our job is to stop what sinning, mm -hmm. to come out of sin. Sure. Amen. Amen. First is the first and foremost thing because Bible says his eyes cannot behold what sin. sin. And today I'm adding another one. Amen. Amen. Our job is is to repent, yeah. is to repent of yeah. our sins, yeah. is to change our mind, is to regret. Yeah. Amen. Amen. And uh, because because to repentance come, there's no forgiveness of sin. No. Amen. Amen. And the Bible, the message is for us to repent. The door is open once we what repent of our sins amen. amen now many christians don't have not even repented many christians have come to church they are in the church but they have not repented you see the sins that they were involved in what they were they did that was wrong they've come into the church and it's like push it under the cover but they've not repented and by the bible until you repent your sins will not be forgiven so even some people just they, they not repent the only thing is now they can't do that again mm -hmm. now they are too old for the club so they don't go to club but they've not repented they've not said that it is wrong to be going to club in this darkness and sun you see i don't know whether we don't understand repentance so i'm just saying this to show that this message of repentance is key many people they've not repented from the fornication and the adultery the only thing now they are married so they don't need to but they haven't repented the moment circumstance change they will go back but in the spirit it is known that you've not repented this will make the message of repentance very important many have not repented from stealing they are just in a place or a job that they can't steal 
So if things change, they will go back into stealing. So they've not repented. When that happened, you've not repented. So I'm just drawing this to attention so that as I begin to teach this subject, we take it serious. Yeah. Because God requires and seeks repentance. Yeah. You see, many people have like have brushed things under the cap and they are just working on. So that means there's no repentance. Amen. What is what? Repentance. What is repentance? It is simply to change one's mind and purpose regarding a thing. Mm. So repentance means that you accept that that thing is wrong and is bad. If the occasion presents itself again, if that same situation comes, you will never do that. Mm. Many of us, we've never said our sins are wrong. Mm. We've just said, forgive me. We've never repented mm. of our sin. We've never said it was wrong. It was very wrong. I will never do that. Until you do that, you will not see the glory of God. You see, you, you will not see the glory of God. I pray that God will lead me to teach on the disadvantages of sin. And you understand that sin is the main thing that prevents us from receiving glory from God. Amen. Okay. So, please, you, you, you must take this message serious. Yes. If you've not repented, you see, how do people become Christians and they want to bring a piece of the world into the church? Because they've not repented. They've never said to themselves and acknowledged that it was wrong. What I was doing in the world is wrong. It's terrible. Other than that, you will not come into the light and you want a piece of the darkness in the light. You see, years ago, uh, when I was in the world, I used to say, I used to say we are. I used to say I'm a good person. I used to say it, and I believe it with all my heart. And I used to say that oh, we're just having fun. Me and my friends, we we are just having fun. We don't hurt anybody. We don't kill anybody. Mm. You see, and when I became saved, you see, I still had that thought. Even when, even though I was happy, I was saving. When I'm talking about the world, oh, I I wasn't a bad boy. I wasn't a bad person. Just that I was in the world. You see, I, I used to say that. And one day I was saying the same thing to someone. And the Lord said, shut up. You were bad. You were wicked. I don't know. Whenever God speaks, if God speaks, it unfold. There's no way God will speak. And you can doubt what God has spoken. Yeah. If God speaks, it opens. Like all of a sudden you see the truth. Then all of a sudden I was like, hey, I was bad. I was very bad. You see, I didn't know when I was in the darkness. In, in, I was blind and I've come in the light and I realized, listen, you were bad, you were wicked. I began to look at what you were doing. I said this was good. Mm. Look at you were bad. Mm. I began to pray for mercy and repent. I repented. You see, and I remember that day when I went back into prayer in my heart, in my heart, deep, deep down in my heart, if my life should reverse, I should face all those things, I will not do that again. Mm. It doesn't matter the cost. You see, I'm just saying this to say it is easier to be in God and not repent. To repentance come, you will be the same. Mm -hmm. And repentance is ongoing. Repentance is specific. Depending on your nature and where you are from, mm -hmm. the things you will need to work on in repentance is mm -hmm. ongoing. Mm -hmm. And when you repent, we will see because it comes with a fruit. And Christ required repentance. So we look at repentance today. Amen. Amen. 
the message of the Bible is a message of repentance. Luke chapter 5, verse 32. I would like to start with this scripture. Luke chapter 5, verse 32. Amen. Amen. Luke chapter 5, verse 32. Luke chapter 5, verse 32. Today I'm preaching about repentance. Amen. Amen. Because many people have not repented. They are still drinking alcohol. Mm. They've not repented. They've not admitted that it was a bad thing. Amen. Mm. So then when you be in the church and there will be no change in your life because it is by repentance that we get change amen so look at look amen amen hallelujah mm -hmm. look 532 yeah i have not come to call the righteous but sinners to repentance amen amen so this is the message of christ he said he's not come to call what the righteous but to sinners Many a time, uh, but to call sinners, many a time you hear people saying, oh, but God came for the sinners. Jesus came to die for the sinners. Yes, but he didn't call sinners to remain sinful. He called them into what? Repentance. He didn't even call them for salvation. He called them into repentance. Because without repentance, there cannot be what? Salvation. Salvation is ongoing. It's not one saved forever saved. So the only reason why we read this, is it Luke? Mm -hmm. Luke chapter 5. 5.32 is that the message, the purpose of Christ Jesus is to call sinners into what? Repentance. Repentance, not sinners into sin. Mm. So yes, come as you are, but not to remain as you are. So he didn't come to call sinners to remain sinful. Then no point. But sinners into what? Repentance. Repentance. Yeah. You see, yes, the past is the past. You can't do anything about the past. The past is the past. What can you do? The Bible in Isaiah says, forget the former things. Mm. Amen. What can you do about the past? Mm. Amen. And the, the Bible says in Second Corinthians, it says, uh, when you become born again, you are what? Yeah. A new what? Creature. Yeah. You see, so we can't do anything what about the past. Isaiah 43, verse 25. The Bible says, God says that when He blot out what our transgression, amen, for our own sake, and He remembers our sin no more. So when we become saved, when He forgives us of our sin, He remembers our sin no more. Please, let's read it. But He requires repentance in order to forgive us of our sin. Amen. Look at Isaiah 43 verse 25, please. Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. Isaiah 43, 25. I even, I am he who blots out your transgressions for my own sake and remembers your sins no more. Amen. So he blots out our transgression for his own sake and remembers our what? Sin, sin no more. So the only reason why we read this is to show that the past is the past. Mm -hmm. There's nothing you can go and do the past. And, sorry, there's nothing you can do in connection to the past. But what you can do, the only thing you can do in connection to the past is to repent regarding what? The past. And if you repent regarding the past, it means you will not do the same thing in what? The now and in the future. If your sins have been forgiven, and you are going to do the same thing now 
and in the future was the point. Mm, right. And not that I'm saying was the point, because that's what the Bible says. Amen. So the message of repentance is what? Very important. Look at Matthew chapter 3, verse 2. Now I want to show you that the message of God is the message of repentance. So you see that in Matthew chapter 3, verse 2, the message that was preached was what? Repentance mm-hmm. by John the Baptist. Please, let's read it. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. Matthew chapter 3, verse 2. Mm-hmm. And saying, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven has come near. Amen. This is John the Baptist. When he started preaching, his message was what? Repent. When Jesus Christ came, what was the message of Jesus Christ? Matthew 4, verse 72. You see that the message of Jesus Christ is also what? Repent. Amen. Amen. Repent. Amen. Amen. Please read it for me. Matthew 4, 17. Mm -hmm. From that time when Jesus began to preach, repent for the kingdom of heaven has come near. What did Jesus began to preach? He began to preach that repent. So the message of Christ, all his preaching was towards what? Repentance. And when Jesus was going, what message did he give to us to preach? The message he gave to the disciples to preach is the message of repentance. Mark chapter 6, verse 12. Mark chapter 6 verse 12. Mark chapter 6 verse 12. Amen. Now I just want to show you that the message, every message of the gospel that we preach is for one to repent. Amen. Please read it for us. Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. Mark 6 verse 12. Mm -hmm. They went out and preached that people should repent. Amen. He he was talking about the disciples and said the disciples went out and preached that people should what? Repent. Repent. They went out and preached that people should repent. When Jesus left, what message did he give to us to preach? Luke chapter 24, 46 to 47. What message are we supposed to preach? What is the message? All the message we are preaching, when I preach about love, when I preach about the Holy Spirit, when I preach about um, consequences, when I preach, what are the things I preach? All is geared towards what? Repentance. What message did he ask us to preach? Please read it. Luke 24, 46 to 47. Mm-hmm. He told them, this is what is written. The Messiah will suffer and rise from the dead on the third day. And repentance for the forgiveness of sins will be preached in his name to all nations, beginning at Jerusalem. Amen. What will be preached in the name of Jesus to all nations? Repentance. Repentance for the forgiveness of sin. Yes. So our message is a message of repentance. Mm-hmm. What our message is a message that you will change and re- regret and make up your mind. You will never do that old bad evil that you did. Mm-hmm. Till you accept it, till you change your mind, you have not repented. And not the scripture we write. Say repentance for the forgiveness of sin. Mm-hmm. So without repentance, there will not forgiveness of sin without repentance there is no forgiveness of sin look at the 47 and say it said uh, to preach repentance what why repentance for the forgiveness of sin so before forgiveness of sin come there must be repentance God doesn't forgive you your sin because you pray that God forgive me your sin he forgive your sin when you repent and you ask for forgiveness Just read the 47 side for me. Luke 24, 47. Yeah. And repentance for their forgiveness of sins will be preached in his repentance name. Repentance for their what? Forgiveness of sin. Yeah. So the message of the gospel, the message of Christ, the message of the Bible is repentance. Because until a man repent, repent means change your mind. Mm. 
regarding that evil thing you did you've repented that it is wrong you will never do it again that is the meaning of what repentance that is the meaning that you won't do it again you can make all the excuses but you have not what repented the reason why uh, because without repentance you haven't started your journey with God without repentance the glory will not be seen in fact when we read Hebrews Hebrews said the message the the foundation of Christianity is repentance Hebrews chapter 6 verse 1 clearly you see that repentance is the foundation of Christianity what is the point if I haven't changed I haven't admitted that adultery is wrong that fornication is wrong that stealing is wrong that gossip is wrong that envy is wrong so I admitted that it is wrong to do it and I will not do it I haven't repent and without repentance there's no forgiveness of sin Please read it for me. Hebrews chapter 6 verse yeah. 1. Therefore, let us move beyond the elementary teachings about Christ and be taken forward to maturity, not laying again the foundation of repentance from acts that lead to death and of faith in God. Amen. So he was talking about Christians growing and said we must be able to move on and not continue to come on the foundation of what? Repentance, meaning repentance is the foundation. It means for every Christian, the first thing what must be under you, where you build your life, your Christian life, is repentance. So it's not good enough if you walk into the church, you get baptized, but you've not repented. It's not good enough if you make excuse for your sins. It's not good enough. It's not good enough when you think, oh, you are lucky because now you, you don't do those things. No. Maybe you don't do it, because maybe now you can't do it. Not like you've repented. You can't do it. Because now when you go to the club, you look odd. Now your company, you cannot still. Yeah, not like you've repented. Because many a time you see it, because you see that when people are doing it, you sort of sympathize with them. Because you, even though you are not, you've not repented. Please, do we, do we get it? But without repentance is what? The foundation. Is what the foundation and this repentance I'm talking about this repentance is towards God and also towards man yeah. you see I'm saying it again and uh, maybe that is the season for the the season for this I don't know there's nothing on this earth we can do for God that you will not do for man yeah. everything God on this earth is for man with man true man and by man so to forgive to repent is to repent to God and also to man. Because your sin affects God. Your sin affects man. It affects God because it affects man. It affects God because the man that God created that he cared for, it is affecting him. So to sin against God, as we saw last week, is to sin against man. And to sin against man is to sin against God. Therefore, to repent to God is to repent to man. About man regarding man in relationship to man and also to God because to deal with God is to do deal with man to work with God is to work with man you can't work with God without working with man and to work for man so repentance this repentance is not something we prophesy or something we confirm uh, confess no no it's a change of mind that that thing, acknowledgement that it is wrong, and I won't do that again. Yeah. 
and you mean it with your heart other than that you've not repented mm. let me show you that to repent repentance is towards god and what man amen Acts chapter 5 verse 31 because these are foundational things these are things we have to understand other than that we won't go far in christendom other than that we will not see the glory other than that we will be like a bunch of hypocrites you see, if you repent, you will not think of, you will never think you are doing God a favor by doing the right thing. Like the things I don't do now. Huh? Obviously, it's, it's, it's 100% wrong. It's, it was sin, it was wrong. And I'm happy. All along, I knew it, but just that you didn't have the strength to say no to it. But now, by the help of the Holy Spirit, you don't do it. I'm not doing God a favor at all. Amen. Amen. Please read it for me. Amen. Acts mm -hmm. five thirty one. Mm -hmm. God exalted him to his own hanging. To sorry. Acts five thirty one. Acts five thirty one. Mm -hmm. God exalted him to his own right hand as prince and savior, that he might bring Israel to repentance and forgive their sins. Amen. Amen. So he said. God exalted Jesus Christ. Why did God exalt Jesus Christ? That he will bring who? Israel, Christians, into what? Repentance and what? Forgive them of their sins. So without repentance, there will be no forgiving of sin. You are not forgiving of sin because you say, Father, forgive me of my sin. No. You need to repent. I mean, you need to admit that this thing is wrong and I will not do it again at all costs. That is repentance. The same Act 2021. 20, Amen. So Act 5.31 makes us see clearly that repentance must happen before what? Forgiveness of sin. Amen. So look at Act 2021. 20, Amen. Mm -hmm. Acts chapter 20, mm -hmm. verse 21. Mm -hmm. Sorry, I have declared to both Jews and Greeks that they must turn to God in repentance and have faith in our Lord Jesus. Amen. So he has declared to us that we are to turn to God in what? Repentance. Meaning we are to repent to what? God. And also to man. Luke chapter 9, 17 verse 3 to 4. Jesus said in Luke chapter 17 verse 3 to 4 that if your brother sin against you and he repent, forgive him. What does it mean? Meaning, if you don't repent, you might not be what? You will not be what? Forgiven. But the main reason we are reading this is sure that we are to repent to our brothers for the wrong. There are people who have never repented, so they cannot even say sorry. Please read it for me. Amen. Luke chapter 17, 3 to 4. Luke 17, 3 to 4. So, so watch yourselves. If your brother or sister sins against you, rebuke them. And if they repent, forgive them. Even if they sin against you seven times in a day and seven times come back to say to you, I repent, you must forgive them. So he said, whenever they sin and they repent, forgive them. What does it mean? If they don't repent, there's no what? Okay. Forgiveness. Okay. And this is sinning against ourselves. Amen. So we read these three scriptures to show us that forgiveness comes after repentance. And also repentance is towards God and towards man. There was a brother, he used to be in the church. He did something horrible. 
And I confronted him. And I was speaking to first, he started denying it. And I began to show him the evidence. And this brother started making excuses, arguing with me. All along, I was just waiting that the brother would say, I am sorry. Almost 30 minutes, nowhere. So I said to the brother, listen, go and tell the lady you are sorry. Go and apologize. He told me he won't. He told me he won't. And after, when he told me he won't, I asked why. I said, because he's not sorry. What can I do? I can't do anything. I left. And he also left. Since then, he never came to the church again. After a couple of months, he wanted to have a relationship with me. He wanted to, no, I'm not a fool. You've, you, you've not repented. You don't see what is wrong. Meaning you do that. You are still a danger. You are still what? A danger. I, think I, have a, I can't have a relationship with you. I'm allowed to choose my relationship. I'm allowed. I can't. I don't need you. Because I also need people that will sharpen my senses. But I'm just saying to and this is a brother who was in the church. Who was in the church. And what he did, even in the world, in the world, in the world, they will beat you. When I told my manager, I remember I was working, and that day I went to work, I wasn't myself. And my manager said, what's wrong? And I told him, he said, ah, if it was my manager, it's, not, it's a worldly person. He said, ah, if it was my friend, we will beat him, we will beat him. My manager said, stop work, go home. He said, go home. That day they just said, go home, I will do your work for you. So even in the world, it's an abnormal thing. And in the church. So all along, many You've just come into the church, but you've not repented. I will not know, but God knows it. So normally, you see that such person, after years, no matter when the church, they get involved in and wonder how possible it is. Because all along, they've never repented about that thing. They've never cried and said, God, it was a wrong thing. Forgive me. I won't do that. Because when you repent, then you feel sorry for doing that. But I wouldn't know, but God would not give you forgiveness of sin. Not like I'm saying, it's the Bible. You can never go to secondary school without going to primary school. Primary before secondary. Amen. Praise the Lord Jesus. So we've seen clearly that this repentance is towards man and towards what? God. I'd say that repentance for the forgiveness of what? Sin. Luke say if they repent seven times, forgive them what? Seven times. No, it is when they repent. When they repent. Other than that, you have been a fool. Oh, you stab somebody, you are not sorry, and I say I'm forgiving you. You are not sorry, you stab another person. So if I love that innocent person, if I leave you again, you stab that innocent person. I'm wrong. I'm the wicked person. Because you've not changed and I've allowed you. I'm supposed to even lock you up to protect the innocent person. Please, do you understand what I'm saying? So repentance is towards God and man. And now in our midst, when we are wrong, we are not able to tell each other, sorry, I am wrong. Forgive me. Sometimes we just, we don't even mention want to hug. And no, please, let's not do that. Let's be, one sign of humility is saying when you are wrong that I am, I was wrong. It shows you are, you are not only humble, but matured. Amen. Praise the Lord Jesus. Please argue with me. Yes. Okay. Now, 
what is repentance what is repentance I know I've defined it but I want to show you in the Bible what repentance really is second Chronicles chapter 6 36 to 38 what is repentance what repentance really is amen amen Amen. Amen. Second Chronicles 6, 36 to 38. Mm -hmm. When your people go to war against their enemies, wherever you send them, and when they pray to you towards this city you have chosen and the temple I have built for your name, then hear from heaven. Hear from heaven their prayer and their plea and uphold and uphold their cause. When they sin against you, for there is no one who does not sin. And you become angry with them and give them over to the enemy who takes them captive to a land, a land, sorry, a land far away or near. Amen. Continue. Oh, 38, sorry. And if they, they have a change of heart in the land where they are held captive and repent and plead with you in the land of their captivity and say, we have sinned and we have done wrong. We acted wickedly. And if they turn back to you with all their hearts and soul in the land of their captivity, where they were taken and pray towards the land you gave their ancestors, towards the city you have chosen and towards the temple I have built for your name. Amen. Amen. So Solomon, when he dedicated the work, uh, the build the temple of God. He was praying to God, and his prayer. This was his prayer. He said, "When your people sin against you, when we sin against God, and because of our sin, we are taken to captivity. Troubles happen." Yeah. And he said, "When we turn our heart towards Him and repent, and turn our whole heart and come back, yeah. He should forgive us." So this Solomon was saying simply, but he explained, the Bible explained it for us to understand what repent. And Solomon was saying that if they repent, forgive them. But I showed that to repent is to what? Turn your heart yeah. in your heart. Yeah. Admit it. Turn it towards God that you are wrong. So repentance is a change of heart to admit and accept that you have seen what you did was wrong. You mean it. It was wicked that you will not do it again. Gossip is wicked. Gossip is wickedness. Amen. So till you admit it to yourself and not only admit it and you hate it to do it again and your intentions will not do it again. You've not repent. You have not what? Repent. Ezekiel 14 verse 6. Amen. So repentance means a change of heart. Yeah. A heart means you believe what you've concluded on. A change of what? Heart. Ezekiel 14 verse 6 please. Amen. Mm -hmm. Ezekiel 14 verse 6. Mm -hmm. Therefore say to the people of Israel. This is what the sovereign laws say. Repent. Turn your idols and renounce all your detestable practices. Amen. Amen. So God said they should repent. How were they to repent? They are to turn from their idols and renounce all the detestable practices. So till you turn from it and you renounce it, you've not repented. Renounce means admit it that that is wrong. That is a sin. And that you will not do it again. Turn. That's, you've turned from it. You've not repented. And repentance comes before forgiveness of sin. Because without repentance, there's no forgiveness of sin. And when your sins are there, the Bible 
I don't want to go into it, but there's a lot of scriptures that shows that your sin will cut you off from God. Your answered prayer, all those things, your is connected to your sin, your hardship, the trouble, all is connected to your sin. So, church, asking for forgiveness of sin is good. Amen. But even any fool can ask for forgiveness of sin. Please, with all respect, I don't mean, but get my language. Amen. We are all matured here. Can say, forgive me. But so it means nothing. What makes forgive me mean something when you repent, which is when you turn from that thing and you admit, you denounce it. You denounce it. That's when you've repented. And that is what we've been called for. Because the first scripture we've read, call our sinners into repentance not to come to church why do we come to church God we've repented and repentance is much more much more than the normal sin the normal sin you see yes last week we defined sin one of the definition of sin is every wrong thing is what a sin and every disobedient to the word of God is sin. So sometimes, many people when they are not doing this five sin, they think they are not sinning. Which they've stopped. But when you enter into God, you realize there's a lot of things you have to obey. And if you are not obeying it, you are sinning. It is required. And God is calling us to repent regarding all those things. So repentance is much more than I don't drink, I don't commit fornication, I don't steal, I don't gossip. What about rebellion? What about looking down on the church of God? That Christian, you say you're a Christian, but you look down on everything Christian. You see your words are 90% accusation towards Christ and the church and people of God. You despise people because of their zeal for God. All those things are evil before God. And you will need to repent. I'm just saying this to say repentance is deeper. Anything that is not of God, our mindset we are to change. Because many Christians, they don't know something. When they become Christian, they still have the mind they had in the world. And when they come and the scripture says that is wrong, in this kingdom, you see, in this kingdom, we give honor to who honor is due to. You see, in this kingdom, we are all not the same. In this kingdom, pride is not the key. Humility is the key, you see. But they still come and they are prideful or they want to say this and this. But you need to repent of all those things. When you've been a Christian for five years and, for example, you thought you don't need baptism and you realize the Bible says you need baptism, you need to repent. Because it's sin, it's against the word. When you think the church is a fellowship, and you see in the scripture that the church is not a fellowship, a fellowship cannot be a church. Even though we fellowship as a church, but the church is the body of Christ himself. That he has appointed in them apostles, pastors. And you cannot change your mind, and you cannot admit that you've been wrong all along. Especially when you used to say, I am the, uh, the church, whilst you are not the church. You are just the temple. You see, to admit it, to repent that I, I was wrong. Now this is the way. You won't go for it. This, this, I'm bringing this because I want us to go deeper. Many Christians have been halted because the issue of repentance is not ongoing. The fact that they stop that five sin, no more smoking, no more drinking, they think that's all. But there's a lot of 
attitude, mindset, behavior that contradicts the very word of God. And each one, you need to repent of it. So repent before God. All those things are sin. Like witchcraft, witchcraft. What is in the before God? What is as witchcraft? What is on the same level as witchcraft? Rebellion. Many of you don't consider rebellion sin. But you, when you are rebellion in the spirit, you are just as dangerous as a witch. I didn't say it's in the Bible. So I'm just saying this, that there are a lot of things before God in the spirit. It's sin. And till you repent, till you admit it, because you cannot change your mind if you don't admit it. Yeah. If you just do it or you don't do it, when circumstances they you change. But if you know it is wrong, if you admit it, it's hard to go back into it. Let me show it to you that repentance is deeper than just that five sins. Revelation chapter 2 verse 4 to 6. The reason why this subject is so important, it has hurt many people. It has hurt many people. It has hurt many Christians. Amen. Amen. Revelation chapter 2, 4 to 6. Hallelujah. Amen. Revelation 2, 4 to 6. Mm -hmm. Yet I hold this against you. You have forsaken the love you had at first. Consider how far you have fallen. Repent. Do the things you did at first. If you do not repent, I will come to you and remove your lampstand from its place. But you have this in your favor. You hate the practices of Nicolaitans, which I also hate. Amen. Amen. So Jesus was talking about to his church. This was in the words of Jesus himself. And he said, listen, you, you are doing well, but there's something I hate about you people. And I need you to what? repent. And what did he wait? As far as Christ was, they were not in fornication or something. They have fallen. Their zeal for Christ, the work of Christ, has fallen. And before God, it is meaning now you've grown cold towards God. It's just like growing cold towards your partner. And he said, repent. Other than that, come and remove what? The light from your midst. When the light is removed, darkness. When there's darkness, the scorpions, the cockroaches, the rats, all the snakes, all will be active now. Oh yeah, when there's darkness in the church, all the snakes, the scorpions, the cockroaches, they will all be active. But when there's light, they cannot. One time we rented a house, amen, a long time ago. A very beautiful house. We came into the house, we've packed everything. We are happy, amen. So one day we were in the house, not maybe within our first week, late at night, maybe 12 o'clock, we decided to go to the kitchen. So we just we opened the door and turned out the light, the entire floor. I mean, the entire floor was filled with cockroaches. I mean it. I opened food, and when the, the moment, you see, I opened fire, I turned on the light. So when I opened, the moment I turned on the light, we saw the cockroaches moving very fast. Within, within 15 seconds, they all vanished. Hey! Meaning all along they were there. The only thing that they fear is the light. When the light comes on, they disappear. When the light is on, they won't come. But when you turn off the light, they come. Oh, it's true. this is true story. My own house, true story. In here, United Kingdom. The next day, ah, we called the landlord because it was rental. <laughs> and he called uh, wherever, uh, the pest control. Yeah, it wasn't easy for the house. <laughs> and, and I'm not talking about one or two. These were some very tiny cockroaches. 
it filled the entire floor. Oh, yeah. So when the light is taken, all evil will appear. Because see, darkness is there. You see, the only reason why you don't see darkness because light has appeared. When the sun goes, you see darkness. So it is light that drives away darkness. But I said they need to repent because they've grown cold. Many have grown cold. But you need to repent because you have to obey every word of God. So repentance, as I'm talking about repentance, I'm not talking about stopping that five sins. I'm talking about obeying, repenting, obeying every word of God. That which you've got it wrong. Acknowledge it before God. I was wrong. This is not your way. This is not your word. Now I have to go back to your word. Because then you have been repenting. And it will be held against you. That's why you see when we read it, say you have this in your favor. You've done well. You hate this bad, but there's something you need to what repent about. And this morning I'm here to tell you that there's more you must repent about. You must go deeper in order to go higher. Look at the same Revelation 2 15 verse 17. You will see that they were also doing best, but God required repentance from them. What for? Please read it for us. Amen. Mm -hmm. Revelations 2, 15 to 17. Yeah. Likewise, you also have those who hold to the teaching of Nicolaitans. Repent therefore, otherwise I will soon come to you and will fight against them with the sword of them of my mouth. Whoever has ears, let them hear. So they, this is Christ speaking again to his church. and say, you hold on to the teachings of Nicolaitans. So you have to repent or I'll come and fight you. I'll bring the sword. Imagine Christ fighting us. Imagine God fighting us. He, his people in the church, but he does that. You see, so what, were, what, what did they need to repent? The teachings of Nicolaitans. Because they taught things like one safe, forever safe. They taught things like, things that were opposing. And they, the church were holding on. How can you say you are a pastor or you are a church and you say water baptism is not necessary? Clearly it's in the Bible. Clearly, it's in the Bible. How can you be a Christian and say Titan is not necessary? Clearly, it's in the Bible. The entire book of Hebrews, New Testament, speaks about Titan. How possible it is? How possible it is? How can you say prayer has replaced a uh, worship? Where in the Bible did they say worship without season? Where in the Bible did they say everything by worship? Clearly, your teaching, your doctrine is wrong. It requires repentance. So he said they, they have to repair regarding the teachings of Nicolaitans. There are a lot of things you will not see as sin, but before God is sin, anything that contradicts the word of God, you must repent from it. Yeah. I didn't say ask for forgiveness of sin. No, I say repent, meaning acknowledge that you were wrong. It is wrong. It contradicts the word, and you will not obey the wrong again. You have changed. Then you say, Father, forgive me, and he will forgive you. Because other than repentance will hurt, uh, will hurt you. Mm -hmm. mm. Are we there? Repent. Repent. <laughs> Amen. 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 You see, when you repent, we will know that you've repent. Mm -hmm. Oh yes, when a person repents, we will know. You see, repentance, you don't need to say it. When you repent, you don't need to say it. Time will tell that you've repented. 
time will tell. Because repentance, when you change, you see, when you change, it's just a matter of time. The change will become what? Obvious. If you haven't changed, it will never become obvious. It's that simple. And you, you never change till you repent. Because repentance means you've made up your mind that it is bad. You will not do it again. So you have changed. So now it will reflect. You want to know somebody that has changed or not. Don't, don't worry. Just allow time. I'll just allow time. Depending on the change, time will show. So if you repent, we will know. And you yourself, you will know. You don't need to say it. That's why in Christianity, we are to show by what we do, not what we say. Don't try to preach your husband. Don't try to be a teacher to your wife or your partner. You don't need to. What you have with them is romance. You're, when you are dating a man, uh, listen, when you meet a person and you are dating, the person loves you, you love the person, you are dating to mine. Don't try to be the pastor of that person. Don't do that. You will destroy the relationship. Many people cannot talk with pastors for a long time. You will destroy. Just, it's heroes. Uh, sexual love. I'm not saying have sex, but I mean, know that this is romantic love. Don't try to be a teacher. Don't try. Because do you know the opposition that comes between pastors and members? Sometimes you are even training the person, the person can see and the person is crying. If you are the partner, you see trouble right now. Amen. But you, you just lead the Christian life. You just lead the Christian life and your life will show. Your life will speak. Your life will become the message. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord Jesus. So let me show you that you are to bear fruit with what? Repentance. Matthew chapter 3 verse 8. 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 So don't say you've repented. Let your action speak. True repentance we see by your action. Don't say oh, I've left it to God. God requires you, you to repent. How do you leave it to him? That he should have you in this way. I mean, is it possible? Please read it for us. Matthew chapter 3 verse 8. Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. Matthew chapter 3 verse 8. Mm -hmm. Will a mere mortal rob God? Yet you rob me. But you ask, how are we robbing you? Matthew God? chapter 3 verse 8. Hey, sorry. Matthew. I was reading you are Malachi. reading Malachi. Matthew chapter 3 verse 8. Amen. Matthew 3 verse 8. Mm -hmm. Produce fruit in keeping with repentance. Mm -hmm. Amen. 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 So he said produce what? Fruit in keeping with what? Repent. So when you repent, you are to produce fruit in connection to your repentance. Mm. So if you repent, your fruit is what will show us. Yeah. Yeah. You cannot say you've repent about something and you still desire that thing. You still miss that thing. When you think of not doing that thing, you think you are losing out. You've not repented. If you say you've repent, your language will hate the evil. Yeah. It will hate it. Right. Your action, your choice, your association will hate it. Yeah. So it said, produce fruit in keeping to what? Your repentance. Look at Acts chapter 26 verse 20. It says we must demonstrate our repentance by deeds or works or what? Action. 
It simply means we demonstrate our repentance by what we do. It's, that is what shows. Acts 26 verse 20. Mm -hmm. Amen. Acts mm -hmm. 26 20. Yeah. First to those in Damascus, then to those in Jerusalem and in all Judea and then to the Gentiles, I preached that they should repent and turn to God and demonstrate their repentance by their deeds. Amen. How are they supposed to demonstrate their repentance? Is it by saying that they yeah. repented? By their deeds. By their deeds, by their actions. And many of us, we've not repented and we want to move on. If I'm dealing with you and you've not repented, I'll never move on with you. I will never. Because see, you've not changed. So the same thing will come back. And it will come back greater. And it will come back when it will cost me more. I will not. I will not. That's why when I'm talking even to my wife, when I'm, there's an issue and I'm talking, it's not, I, my interest is not talking. We must draw a conclusion. You must admit that I'm wrong or right. Because other than that, we come back to the same issue again. Because you still think you are right, I also still think I'm right. So we will talk, even if it's for two hours, till we all agree on one. Other than that, it's bound to mark, uh, come back. So he said, what? He said what? Demonstrate your repentance by what? Your deeds. Your deeds. Other, the other scripture in Matthew say, keep fruit with what? Your repentance. And without repentance, there's no forgiving of sin. Yeah. And Christ has come to call us into repentance. So it, it, Christ has come to call us to change our mind and that our action, our deeds, our fruit now will show that we have changed our mind, our heart. We've turned away from those things. I will show you the importance of repentance now. And when I show you the importance of repentance, you understand how vital this message is. My prayer is that you really understand repentance, that you repent. You know, several times I've repented. You see, we see, I've repented deep things. You see, as a pastor, sometimes I repent for thinking certain thoughts about a certain pastor that I know nothing about. Because someone says something. Because divination is a very bad thing. It's an evil thing. Amen. So we have to repent and produce. So how do I repent? Don't tell me about any pastor. I'm not interested. No, because, see, please, what has it got to do with me, right or wrong? If anything, I stand to lose. Because I will judge or I will speak what I don't know. I don't know them. They don't even know me. They will never know me. You tell me about myself and the members, the, the workers. I like that. That one, I can go to them. I can say, sister, brother says this. Brother, sister says this. I'll bring it up anyway. Amen. Please, do you understand me? So, we are to repent of things. Anything that contradicts the way. And we are to produce fruit. We are to produce fruit. Now, I want to show you repentance and sin. And after repentance and sin, we will look at the importance of repentance. Then you will understand why without repentance, there are levels of glory we will never see. Look, in marriage, many a times, you watch, watch. If you've married before or you've dated before, serious dating, 
before you see that 90 percent of the fighting if people have been together for five years six years three years 90 percent of the thing they are fighting about is that same three four things they were fighting about three years ago two years ago five years ago ten years ago why are they still fighting about the same thing nothing new because the one at least one of them have not repented as have not admitted that this is wrong it shouldn't be done has only said sorry but his heart has not turned he's not producing fruit deeds towards the repentance so you said sorry last four years you are doing the same thing you said sorry last two years you are doing the same thing you said sorry last year you are doing the same thing why sorry there is a word my children the easiest thing now i've seen they can say sorry to the extent that now don't even accept sorry again because okay sorry it's over <laughs> but what shows that you are sorry is when you repent and what will show us that you've repented when you stop doing that when you, your fruits your deeds so even many of our marriages, the problem is at least one person has not repented. Because remember, repentance is towards a man as well. About that wrong. About that wrong. But if we cultivate this, you'll be surprised. Because many of the problems is only creating that is causing all the problems. And if you repent, Amen. Repentance and sins. We read Luke chapter 5 verse 32, but let's read it again. It was our first scripture. I want you to see repentance in connection towards sin. Amen. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. Amen. Luke chapter repentance, 5. yes, and sin. Luke 5 32, I have not come to call the righteous, but sinners to repentance. Amen. So he said he has come to call Sinners. sinners into repentance mm -hmm. so I, i've already said but to call us into what mm -hmm. repentance not to remain as sin to call us to change our mind mm -hmm. and turn away from our wickedness mm -hmm. and show it by new fruit luke chapter 24 verse 46 you see that over there say repentance is for the forgiveness mm -hmm. of sin mm -hmm. amen luke 24 46 luke chapter 24 46 Luke 24, 46. Hallelujah. Amen. Luke 24, 46. Mm -hmm. He told them, this is what is written, the Messiah will suffer and rise from the dead on the third day. Amen. Luke 24, 46. Luke chapter 24, verse 46. Yeah. yeah. Luke chapter 24, verse 46. Yeah, the 47. And repentance for forgiveness of sins will be preached in his name to all nations, beginning at Jerusalem. Amen. Sorry, it's the 47 I want. Yeah. What would be preached? Repentance for the forgiveness of sin. So in order for your sins to be forgiven, it required repentance is what? Required not I am sorry, not forgive me. Repentance is required before the forgiveness of what? Sin. Clear there, clearly there. Luke chapter 17, 3 to 4. Luke chapter 7. The reason why we are reading this is to let us know that when it comes to forgiveness of sin, it's connected to repentance. The first thing you have to do 
in order to cook the rice is pour hot water boil what hot water if you don't have water in the pot you cannot boil the rice no matter what you do without the first thing that is required for the forgiveness of sin is repentance Luke 17 3 to 4 Praise the Lord. Luke 17, 3 to 4. So watch yourselves. If your brother or sister sins against you, rebuke them. And if they repent, forgive them. Even if they sin against you seven times in a day and seven times come back to you saying, I repent, you must forgive them. Amen. When should we forgive them? When they repent. When they repent. Yeah. We know what repentance is. Yeah. When they turn from that wrong and acknowledge that they were wrong. They change their heart. Forgive them. Acts chapter 2, verse 37 to 39. We are reading quite scriptures regarding repentance and sin. Just in sin. To know that repentance comes before forgiveness of sin. Because, you see, two days or three days ago, I was reading the Bible, the book of Jeremiah. And I read a very interesting scripture. The scripture says, Tell them to return back to the old path. The old path that leads to blessing, and they'll find blessing. So there is a path. And until you're on that path, mm -hmm. you cannot get to where you want to get to. Where you want to get to is determined by the path you are walking on. Mm -hmm. And he said, tell them to return to that old path, meaning God has his ways. In fact, Jesus said, I am the way. Mm -hmm. there, there are paths. So until you do things in the rightful manner, you can't be frustrated mm -hmm. as a Christian. Because, I mean, come on, it doesn't matter who you are. When, when you try to cook rice without water, you are in trouble. Mm -hmm. The kitchen or the smoke alarm will go off. Mm -hmm. You'll be in trouble. It doesn't matter how you are, who you are. It's the same with repentance or forgiveness of sin. You must consider repentance. Please read it for us. Amen. Mm -hmm. um, Act. To 40, sorry. 37 to 39. Acts 2 37 to 39. When the people heard this, they were cut to the heart and said to Peter and the other apostles, Brothers, what shall we do? Peter replied, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. When Peter Amen. preached to them, they were sinners, and when they heard, they said, Bible said their heart was coming, they were yeah. convicted. And say, so what do we do? Do we stand a child? What did Peter say? Repent and be baptized. Why? For the forgiveness of sin. Repent and be baptized for the forgiveness of sin. That's why sometimes I talk. Sometimes I talk. I talk and talk. Because it's like people don't understand it. Sometimes people want their way, but they don't understand that we are operating by rules. Spiritual rules. He said in the book of Job, he said, Do you know the rules that governs the heaven? Yes. There are laws, spiritual laws. So he said, Repent and be baptized for salvation. No, for the forgiveness of sin. So repentance comes before forgiveness of sin. Act 3, verse 19, please. Act 3, verse 19. Hallelujah. Act 3, verse 19. Mm -hmm. Acts 3, verse 19. Mm -hmm. Repent then and turn to God so that your sins may be wiped out. How that will our sins be wiped out? Mm -hmm. We must repent and turn to God so 
our sins would what wipe out. So what does it mean? If you don't repent, will your sins be wiped out? Brothers, sisters, mothers, fathers, it is not the forgasking. It is the repentance. It is the repentance. It is the repentance. Adam, that we are kidding ourselves when we come to, he has forgiven my sin. I plead the blood. Yes, the blood has been shed for, no, to, it has been shed to clean, for the cleaning, for the sin. But how do you get it to clean the sin? Repentance must first come. Shed for death. For death, whenever you see for many provision, there's water for cooking, water for the rice. But you must first have the water in the pot. Ezekiel chapter 18, 30 to 31. I want us to read two more scriptures in regarding repentance to sin so that it will be obvious in our spirit that we repent, there's no forgiveness of sin. But even common sense should teach us there's no point if he's just saying, Father, forgive me of my sin. Or say, but I repent of my sin, forgive me. There's no point, isn't it? I can come from the, uh, I can go maybe Primark after stealing the goods. When I come home that evening, the next day I say, oh, Father, forgive me of my sins. Then it's over. Think of it. Meanwhile, in the next hour, I'm at a uh, cop. Stealing, stealing deodorant. <laughs> You'll be surprised that things people steal. Jesus dancer can be we are opposite Primark. And every Thursday when we go, we see people stealing, people being caught. These are those we see are those who have been what? Caught. And trust me, all sorts of people. Beautiful, ugly, sweet, nice, black, white, green. Some you cannot even imagine. Also well dressed. Badly dressed, all sorts of people. People are looking good, people are looking rough. Hey! Some people are stealing. <laughs> and these are those who have been caught to. Yeah. So imagine those who, student, hey! <laughs> Amen. Please read it. Ezekiel 18, verse 31. 30 to 31. 30 to 31. Sorry. Therefore, your Israelites. I will judge each of you according to your own ways, declares the Sovereign Lord. Repent, turn away from all your offenses, then sin will not be your downfall. Rid yourself of all offenses you have committed. Amen. And, oh, sorry, amen. Okay, finish it. Mm -hmm. And get a new heart and a new spirit. Why will you die, people of Israel? Amen. So we are Israel today, now choose not the flesh, but the spirit. So he said... What did he say before their sins is forgiven? He said, repent from all your sins and offenses yeah. so, that, so that your sin will not be your downfall. Yeah. Meaning, till you repent, your sin is dead and your sin will be your downfall. Yeah. So we read this again to show you again yeah. that to, don't worry about God will forgive you of your sin. Worry about you repenting. That's right. Because that's the once you repent, you see, if you repent then, you will, you will utter words in prayer. You, you will feel sorrow for that act. When you, you, you live in a sin and you come out and it's like you come out and you go back into the sin, out and go, many a time you've not repented. So when you are out, 
you miss it. Other than that, you even fear to come back into the sin. Last scripture on this, Isaiah 59 verse 20. Then we look at the importance of repenting. So the reason why we are reading all this scripture is to show us clearly that you cannot touch forgiveness of sin without touching repentance. Mm -hmm. You don't stand a chance till you repent. There are things the Bible says, the Bible assumes that we know we are rational, mm -hmm. that we should know, even if it didn't say repent, we should know that forgiveness comes before repentance. Mm -hmm. Please read it for us. Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. Isaiah 59, 20. The Redeemer will come to Zion, to those in Jacob who repent of their sins, declares the Lord. Amen. We sing, we sing a song. Oh, my Redeemer lives, isn't it? The Redeemer of Israel. But he will come to those who are fought. And their sins have been what? Forgiven them. So, repentance is the message. Forgiveness of sin, he forgives. <laughs> but he will forgive you when you repent. Other than that, no point. As for the asking, forgive me of my sin means nothing. What means something is when you change your heart. That you will not do when you admit that that is wrong. That was wickedness. That was unfaithfulness. It is against the word of God. I will never again, I will not speak again about this sister with this sister again. How can I speak against this sister then after I go and laugh with this sister? Do you feel normal? It is wrong. Gossip is in the Bible. Gossip is in the Bible. It is wrong, it is wrong, it is wrong. But till you say it to yourself by admitting it that it is wrong, that sin will be there. Because repentance comes before what? Forgiveness of what? Sin. What are some of the importance of repentance? Some of the importance of repentance. There's a lot of scriptures we quote. One popular one is, the Bible says people say God is patient or the patient of God towards us. It's because he's just waiting for us to repent. Waiting patiently for you to repent. If you don't repent in time for him, what? Move on. Amen. The importance of repentance. The importance of repentance. Acts chapter 11 verse 18. Acts chapter 11, verse 18. The importance of repentance. So, when we say repentance, what do we mean? You have acknowledged that that wrong, that sin was bad, and that you mean it, you will not do it again. No matter what. If you find yourself in that same position, you will not do it. Last time, quite some time ago, I was speaking to a young lady. Not a young lady, but when I say young, Amen. Just like my age. Amen. And um, this woman is having marital issue. Amen. But then the Lord said, showed me that when the woman was in the world, he used to follow people's husband. 
oh yeah, his main like you know, the main people she has dated were people's what, husband, and by her dating those husband, she has caused pain and misery for many married wives. You see. Yes, now she's saved. When I was speaking to her, she, she has changed. But I see, she has never regretted or repented about that. It's just like as an opportunity came, he met this guy. This guy said, I love you. And they just married. That's the only way he stopped following married men. Not like, and as at now, she's not repented. I couldn't tell her that anyway. Or some things you can't say. Not like you can't say. To say or not say depends on what the person, isn't it? Amen. So he's just come and so all that person is still following her because she's not repented. And even she got to the church. The only reason she became saved, not like she was seeking Christ. Obviously, if she was seeking Christ, she'd be saved. Like she had an issue, and based on the issue, she has to go to church and be praying. And God met him. That's how. I see all that thing has brushed. She's not regretted. She's not repented. So it's more likely if situation to change, she'll find herself in that same situation. I'm just saying this to say sometimes we just we've just carried on. We've not changed. We've just carried on. But we are to change so that we'll be transformed. Other than that, it is. Our subconscious mind is there. It affects our judgment. It affects our association, what we play with. Amen. That's why you find a Christian and he thinks it's okay for people. He understands why people are doing certain things. Many of them, because they have not repented themselves, even though they are not doing it. Just as for whatever situation, they are not in a place to do it. But not like. It's a bad thing. Mm. Not like it's a wrong thing. Amen. Amen. Importance of repentance. Please read first scripture for me. Act 18 verse 11 verse 18. Amen. Mm -hmm. Act 11 verse 18. Mm -hmm. When they heard this, they had no further objections and praise God saying, so then even to the Gentiles, God has granted repentance that leads to life. Amen. Amen. So God has granted what? The Gentiles, repentance that leads to what? Life. life. So repentance leads to life. Life on this earth. Life in eternity. Life in your marriage. Life in your health. Life in your relationship with people. It is repentance. Life in your finances. It is repentance that leads to what? Life. So you say, we thank God. That he has granted them repentance that lead to life. Meaning without the repentance, they will find no life. There will be no life. Acts chapter 3 verse 19. It says repentance brings us what? A refreshing from God. When we repent, God refreshes us. Refreshes us. Acts chapter 3 verse 19. Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. Acts 3 19. Mm -hmm. Repent then and turn to God so that your sins may be wiped out that times of refreshing may come from the Lord. Amen. So this scripture is to full. It says we should repent so that our sins may be wiped out. Once again making us understand to repent our sins will not what? 
be wiped out. But the key, the main point, we are looking at the important, so that what the refreshing of God, the times of refreshing, times of refreshing is when God makes you enter your rest. You are sitting there, you are refreshing your rest in marriage, in life, in finances, all those things. It's connected to repentance. Brother, you cannot, you cannot be cutting yourself. You've never changed, you've never stopped, and you expect the blood to cease. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. It's not possible. So the time of refreshing is connected to what? Refreshing from the Lord is connected to our repenting. Repentance. That's why you must pray. Give me a repentative word. Heart. It's very important. Sometimes, you, as I say, you are not doing those five sins. But you see, you are, you are rebellion or you are arrogant. And you need to repent from that. Because when you look at the seven sins God hates the most, you'd be surprised. Fornication is not one of it. Oh, yeah, fornication is not one of it. But you'd be surprised. You'd be surprised. Pride is one of it. So sometimes, you see, before God, before God, you see, before God, you are not drinking, not smoking, but you are worse than the one who is fornicating because you are proud. You see, but all this sin require what? Repentance. So it is by repentance that we what? Receive what? The refreshment of what? The Lord. Amen. Luke 15 verse 7. You want to bring heaven, uh, rejoicing to heaven? Bible says when one sinner repents. No, it didn't say when he said I'm a Christian or accept Christ or ask for forgiveness. When he repents, there is rejoicing in heaven. So it means that whenever you repent of your sins, of a sin, heaven begins to rejoice. What will bring rejoice will cause the angels to rejoice. Repentance. And this time, don't think of someone repenting. Think of you repenting. Because as long as there's a wrong, it's a sin. Please read it. Luke 15 verse 7. Amen. Mm -hmm. Luke 15 verse 7. I tell you that in the same way there will be more rejoicing in heaven over one sinner who repents than over 99 righteous persons who do not need repentance. Amen. Yeah. So whenever you repent, heaven rejoice. Whenever. You see, a sinner is a sinner. I know, I know in context, it means those who have not accepted Christ. But when you accept Christ, you you can also be living in sin. Mm. Praise the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Ezekiel chapter 18, verse 32. I'm showing you some of the importance of repentance. Ezekiel 18:32. Amen. Ezekiel 18:32. For I take no pleasure in the death of anyone, declares the Lord declares the sovereign lord repent and live amen repent and live mm. do we want to live yeah. ha what's the secret repent. repent you want to live life to the fully yeah. fullest yeah. repent yeah. you really want to live repent it doesn't matter how minor it is yeah. you require repentance let's look at another scripture mm. jeremiah 
chapter 15, verse 19. Jeremiah chapter 15, verse 19. Jeremiah chapter 15, verse 19. Amen. Amen. Jeremiah 15, 19. Mm -hmm. Therefore, this is what the Lord says. If you repent, I will restore you that you may serve me. If you utter worthy, not worthless words, you will be my spokesman. Let these people turn to you, but you must not turn to them. Amen. Amen. So he said, this is what God says. Mm -hmm. If we repent, then you what? Restore, restore us. You want restoration? Yes. It's connected to repentance. It's connected to repentance. Romans chapter 2 verse 5. So restoration is connected to what? Repentance. Yes. And as I said, we read a scripture that said, repentance is specific. It's not general. Because maybe I was a thief. You've never stolen so I will have to repent regarding of stealing. Mm. All the things I used to say myself to justify my stealing. I have to acknowledge that all those things are what? Wrong and wickedness. Yeah. You might not need to repent regarding sinning. Mm. Maybe you would need to repent regarding what? Gossip. Yes. Maybe, uh -huh. please read it. Romans 2 verse 5. Mm -hmm. But because your stubbornness and your unrepentant heart, because of your stubbornness and your repentant heart, you are storing up wrath against yourself for the day of God's wrath, when his righteous judgment will be revealed. Amen. So when you are living and you do not repent, you are storing up what? God's wrath against you. God is love. Yeah, but if a father loves the son, what does he do? He chastises him. And there cannot be love when you don't hate wickedness. When you truly love, you will hate wickedness and evil what? people. Amen. So he said, you are storing out what wrath for yourself if you do not what repent. So brothers and sisters, we are to repent. Whenever the word of God comes to us and we are not obeying that word, we are to acknowledge it. It doesn't matter how, how far we've been in the Lord. When we realize we've got it wrong, we are to repent. Yes. Other than that, we hurt ourselves. Other than that, we prevent ourselves from entering into life, from being refreshed, from being restored. Some of the unbelieving people have come across are believers. They are hard unbelievers. They didn't know. They've been taught wrong. As they were thinking before they became believers, they still had that mind. And they see clearly in the Bible that all along you were wrong. Still, they will not admit. They will not repent and change. It will hurt you. It will make you bitter. Because you see that those you think are making progress. Look at another scripture. Second Peter chapter 3 verse 9. This is our last session. So now we've seen the importance of what? 
repentance. Amen. Second Peter chapter three verse nine. Amen. Second Peter three nine. The Lord is not slow in keeping his 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 promise, as some understand slowness. Instead, he is patient with you, not wanting anyone to perish, but everyone to come to repentance. Amen. So, Second Peter chapter three verse nine says, God doesn't want anyone to perish. Yeah. But he wants all of us to come into repentance. And sometimes the punishment or the thing that is supposed to happen to you, the only reason it hasn't happened to you, not like God wants it, that God will not touch you, or not like it will not happen. God is hoping that you repent before so that it wouldn't work. Not like God is slow. What does it also mean? If you don't repent, then those things will happen. Because the Bible says there's a cup that God is holding. And if the cup gets full, the sons of men will drink from it. Meaning when your cup, you hear that statement in the Bible, get full, begin to run. And the only way it stops is when you what? Repent. So his weight is not slow. God is not slow. But he's patient. Patient love is what? Patient. So that what? Reward. Repent so that we do not get what? Punish. So, don't think maybe you've not repented, you've been carrying on. Only God knows when your cup will be full. Look at another scripture, Romans chapter 2, verse 4. It says, God's kindness, amen, is intended to lead us to what? Repentance. So, He's not kind for. Because he cannot punish or because of anything. When God is showing you kindness, he's been showing you kindness. And even though you are living in sin, even though you have not repented of your sin, playing with fire, it is more likely your time is about to run out. Because all along, he's just showing you kindness. It's not like you are off the hook. Please read it for us. Romans 2 verse 4. Mm -hmm. Or do you show contempt for the riches of his kindness, forbearance and patience and realizing that God's kindness is intended to lead you to repentance. Amen. God's kindness is intended to lead you to repentance. Yeah. So if you eventually do not repent, he will take away what? Yeah. The yeah. kindness. So it's like God give a yard, just hoping that you acknowledge that truth and change, change. Don't think it means it is alright. It is his kindness. It is his patience, no weakness. All for what? That we will repent. Because if I don't repent, I will do the same thing again. I will do it again. But if I repent, I will not do it. Or even for whatever reason, if I should do it, I will hate myself for it. And before you even begin to point fingers, I'm on my knees begging. And I'm willing to be, aha. Last but one scripture. Last but one scripture. Amen. Amen. Second Corinthians, chapter seven, verse eight to ten. Amen. Amen. Second Corinthians, chapter seven, verse eight to ten. Amen. 
Second Corinthians 7, 8 to 10. Mm -hmm. Even if I caused you sorrow by my letter, I do not regret it. Though I did regret it, I see that my letter hurt you, but only for a little while. Yet now I am happy, not because you were made sorry, but because your sorrow uh, led you to repentance. For you became sorrowful as God intended, and so were not harmed in any way by us. Amen. Amen. So he said, he said he's, he, he, he feels bad mm. that the letter he wrote and the word of God has made them what? Sorrowful. But I said, he doesn't feel bad, not because they are sorrowful, because being sorrowful has led them to repentance. When you repent, you feel sorrow. You see, when you repent, you feel sorrow. So when you begin to feel sorrow, do not look for people who tell that it doesn't matter with all done it. No, no. Allow the repentance to flow. Do not look for self-pity. When people begin, listen, there's no one who hasn't done, who hasn't sinned before. We've all sinned. Don't worry. It will be, don't accept it all. Allow your sorrowful to lead you toward repentance. Because he didn't like it that they were sorrowful, but he was happy. Because the sorrowful led them toward repentance. So when people become sorrowful, let's lead them. Let's not try to wrap it, yeah. to downplay it, so that they will repent. Because when you see how wicked you've been, how destructive, how the damage, you must feel sorrowful. And the essence is to lead you into what? Repentance. Allow the person to go through it. Because many people, in many things, till you feel sorrowful, you will not repent. I've heard many Christians they speak when they talk about when they are in the world they talk as if they've they've missed something like they've lost something how possible meaning you haven't repented in a lot of things how can you be in christ and have you have you experienced that the person is talking but everything says like good old days in the world how they they didn't hit the place of sorrowfulness yeah, other than that, they will be regret from stepping feet, uh, foot there. Church, what am I saying today? What have I been saying? I'm saying, in line with sin, we must be aware to repent. Because without repentance, our sins will not be forgiven. God requires us to repent. And this repentance is not to say, I am sorry. Oh God forgive me but to acknowledge the truth and admit it acknowledge by admitting it and turn away from it with the mind that you would not do it it is about you it has got nothing to do with what anyone just that when you repent you will see your action your fruit will show only you can repent for yourself about your wrong don't play it down. Don't play it down. Admit it that it is wrong and change your mind regarding it. Other than that, you see, one scripture says sin. You see, your own sin has separated you 
from God. Your, your own sin has separated you from God. So not like God has separated you, but your sin has separated you from God. And that sin will be there as long as you've not repented. And I bet you, if you have repented, the worst you will do, you fall back to that sin one or twice. That's all. That's all. So repent. The message is what? Repent. That's the message we are to preach. We are not to say, come, it is okay. Come and be transformed. Come and change. Repent and come. Come and repent. Not just come. Not just come. We were in the world, sinners, and we've left the world. We want a better life. When we say just come and we are full of sinners, what's the point? What's the point? We were tired of that life. The enviness, the, the betrayer, the selfishness, the backbiting, the rat race, the uselessness, the abuse. No, we wanted something more, something pure, something original. And the only way is to repent. Is to repent. So if you are in our midst, in the church, in Christ, repent. If you haven't, every detail matters. So that you, you will be refreshed. So that you will be saved. So that you, your sins will be what? Forgiven. So that you will have life. So that you will enter into the rest of God. So that the wrath of God will not come against you. So that the kindness of God towards you will not cease. Yeah. It's for you. So that your relationship with people will be better. Mm -hmm. So that history will not repeat itself. So that the drama will cease. And it's boils down to repentance. Mm -hmm. Lift up your voice and just begin to pray. Ask God to help you. Ask God to help you repent. Ask we believe you have been blessed by the teachings of God's Word. For audio CDs, videos, books and other information, please visit our website on www.devotionallightchurch.com. God bless you.